How are you guys doing? Welcome. This is your morning update currently on the situation that's going on in Ukraine. This is probably probably going to be the most accurate information you're ever going to find on planet Earth. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time wanting to actually watch mainstream media when it comes to this, mainly the fact that all the people on there have no idea exactly about military taxes. I got the gentleman they, in front of me. They have absolutely zero idea what they're talking about, no. and they try to blow it way out of proportion. From yes. what, and, and I'm not trying to downplay the fact that Russia invaded Ukraine. No. But wow. things like we're about to talk about, like Kiev, for example, you know, like I woke up this morning and got in my car and I thought Kiev was completely and totally under siege. Literally on fire. The, the way that they were. Yeah. I, I thought the thing was going to explode, yeah. like exploding. It's not. And then I got into our little situation room here and discovered that is definitely not the case. Not even close. Nope. And currently, it almost seems like they've kind of paused on the whole Kiev thing, which they are going to be. I think they're going to be mounting the assault today. One of the big things why they didn't get crazy yesterday towards back half of that day is the fact that they were in talks with Russia. And then those talks fell through, and now we're pretty much, Putin says the Kremlin has actually confirmed that they're going to be pushing forth, and what they're doing currently right now, as we're talking right now, Russian troops have actually pushed past. Currently, they're bypassing. I'm going to jack this name up. It's the only thing you guys aren't going to get right from me. Berdyansk? Berdyansk? Pretty close. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're spearheading currently right past that, going into Maripol. They're currently 60K out which is roughly, what, 40, 40 45 miles. 45-ish miles outside of Maripool coming from the side that we told you guys yesterday they would be coming from because they've been pushing from the east into Maripool, which we remember we talked about that yesterday. They, they tried to push from the east into Maripool, and they, they got work. held up. Now they're going, what we say? They're going to pinch point the, them in Maripool, come, from the, come west, from the west, and that's what they're doing now. I'm going to let him annotate. He's got his map up and ready. He's prepped and ready. His thumb is ready. If you guys are new to the channel, please do us a favor. Subscribe real quick. It takes a second, and then you guys can get current, fast, up-to-date when it goes live. Fact. All right, let's talk about what's happening over here. So right now you guys are looking at the southern half of Ukraine. You guys can see Odessa to bring you guys up to par, to bring kind of like, how do you want to say, like zero in on the area. You've got Odessa over there off to the west, and then you see Maripol off to the east. Meldapool is right in the middle. So here's the Crimean Peninsula. I'm going to go through highlighting it as we speak, all right? This is all Russian-held territory down up and through here, and they've moved their way up to Meldapool, and they've captured Meldapool, and they began to push north. They made it all the way to the river. They went over to Kyrgyzstan, and they've got that entire region on lockdown right now. Now, the report said that they... Russian forces were able to push up across that bridge at Kyrgyzstan, but were forced back. Within the last couple of hours, they attempted to do some beach landing uh, to get a little bit closer. I think they were trying to do the same flanking maneuver to get to Kyrgyzstan to take that bridge, but they weren't able to do. So they attempted a small beach landing outside of Odessa, um, right about here, but they've got pushed back. They weren't able to make it in. Um, they apparently tried doing that uh, amphibious assault and ended up getting repelled. So outside of Maripol right now. Ukrainian forces definitely have their defenses up. So this is Maripol, and they have defenses set up in trench lines out over off to the east side of it. And the Russians have been trying to come in and assault them and have been unsuccessful. So we determined that they're going to be ended up coming up from the west. In order to do that, they had to capture Melipol, and they did. Now they're on the road, and they're marching up and over and attempting to assault Maripol. Now, we looked at the reports yesterday. Um, what was coming out of Maripol, and they had heavy shelling, heavy, heavy artillery, rockets, everything dumping it in out into the west of Maripol, just hammering them, for lack of better terms, just hammering Maripol. Now they're coming up, and they're going to take an assault on it from the west. 
All the civilians in that area have started picking up guns. They sent all their families away, and they're basically getting ready for a siege on Maripol. It is a key strategic location that they need to capture if they want to move north and go start taking Donetsk. They, so, ha- they have tried to state, by the way, I'm going to throw this out there, that they had taken control of multiple. They did. Not completely. Ukraine is claiming that they don't have complete control of it right now. And as of 41 minutes ago, the Russian forces are just on the outskirts of Inner Horder, Horder, which is just north, northwest of Melitopol, but it's right across the river from Nikopopol. Nikopopol? Mm -hmm. I mean, these names are all jacked up. Do you get what I'm trying to say? They're crazy. Right. Well, so that's what Ukraine's saying, right? But Mm -hmm. the footage that I found says otherwise. I mean, these guys are walking through the streets uncontested in Melitopol. See, that would make make a little bit more sense because if they had control of Melitopol, they would. I mean, if they didn't have control of multiple, they would not continue their their push farther east to no, take they, over. America. They want to capture that. It's yes. a major intersection so, of all the MSRs going through there, so they needed to capture it. I'm going to say that they probably do have control of multiple. I believe they do. Yeah, I'm, I personally I'm, I believe they do. There might be some pockets of resistance that exist in there from Ukrainian forces, but by and large, it looks like they've got pretty good freedom of movement in there. And these maps that I'm currently looking at, they have extremely good, uh, Ukraine that is, extremely good defensive position set up in Nikopol, currently right now surrounding the entire city that is right on the other side of Melitopol down that river. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in, man, these names keep going, but v- <laughs> Vasilvika, Vasilvika, it's right to the, literally to the um, west of in Indohar. God. I'm sorry if I'm jacking up these names, but he's going to annotate them on the map. As you can see, it's just... So, Vasilvika? Yeah, so you have a defensive position, a very heavily fortified defensive position facing south out of Vasilvika. Oh, that's on that MSR. So that Yes, would be, on that MSR. That would be right there. So, so currently... So they've got a nice blocking position set up to keep them from going. You out. went straight line across... Easy <laughs> If you went straight line across right now, east to west, mm-hmm. that is exactly the most northern part of the Russian forces currently that where they have reached. And then they're trying to push, like we're talking about, more eastern um, to Maripol. So if you were to draw, that's pretty much where they're sitting currently. As of 44 minutes ago. There we go. Highlight annotated. So these are Ukrainian forces. Do-do-do. Hold up. So these are Ukrainian forces here. And I know they have defensive positions there. So these blue lines are UA. And then this blue line that I'm going to highlight, that's Russia's advance going into Maripol. And as of right now, I guess that same MSR that comes out of Vasilvika through, which looks like a town called Tomahawk, but it's not. It's Tokmak. Yeah. So that same MSR, Tokmak has been under fire, and, and there's been... Current currently, there's actually been firefights going on currently in that city, but that whole MSR route all the way down, they do not have control of yet. That is actually saying that it's still controlled by Ukrainian forces. So they have not cleared white space past that. So that's our current fight. Yeah, I mean, they do control quite a bit going west, though. Well, so you got to understand, dude. They've been down in Crimea for a really long time. They've got forces. They've got the ability to land a lot of yeah. manpower down there and come and try to flank them, and that's exactly what they're doing. But they're being held. I mean, it really, in perspective, three days against the Russian military, they've done really damn good. No, they've actually they've done, done really well, really, dude. Really I, good. Have you seen this looking down here? So this is down near Kyrgyzstan. They haven't yeah. on the on the most southern. Southern southwestern side of Kyrgyzstan, those bridges going through are still Ukrainian held. The only mm-hmm. way that they got through is on the most northern bridge. 
Mm-hmm. That's how they've got across. So they actually haven't taken over Kyrgyzstan, but currently they're sitting on the most north northeastern side of Kyrgyzstan, but they have not made their way through Kyrgyzstan itself. No, and they and they and every time they go, because they do have that armored unit over there, they keep getting pushed back. Which is... It, it makes me wonder, So I, and I've got to wonder why they're trying to do that, right? Because we've been getting reports, like, we've got reports that a random Russian helicopter dropped off 35 guys outside of Lviv. Yeah. To go do what? I don't know, other than a suicide mission, because they're all going to die. I mean, that is so deep. You know, for those that don't know, let me pull up Lviv for you. Lviv is is damn near on the other side of the country. Like, it doesn't make any sense. We're going to talk about Kiev here in a little bit. A lot of people talk about the, the assault on Kiev that's been going on. It is going to happen, but they've been dumping off these special forces and paratroopers inside of Kiev, which he's got a pretty good map. So let me show where these it. let me show where these thirty five ish guys got <laughs> dropped off. They got dropped off right about here. All right, so I want you to look all the way over to the western side of the map. They dropped those guys off out there. That red square I just marked, that's where they dropped those guys off, right in here. Why they dropped them off, 35 guys outside of Lviv, no idea. And you look where the current fight that we just annotated on the map that's going on in the south, highlight that for you real quick. That's what we're talking about where they're going, and they're going to assault that way. So why the hell they're dropping people off all the way out there? No idea. No idea. No, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at there. There is a Russian assault column moving through Kyrgyzstan as of currently. Well, this was as of an hour ago. So they're just moving around, I would assume. They're trying to break through Kyrgyzstan, but they, they're, they've got a, <laughs> got a fight ahead of them. They trying to do fight. That. I, I do and know that they're holding. We still have the, oh, I say we, so, we as in Ukrainians, I guess. I'm not Ukraine, but sure. the most south. Uh, southwestern portion. There's an airport down the southwestern portion of of, of Kiev. That's an air. That mm-hmm. actually, they still control that, that airport. It's right. not the one that people have been talking about. Right. But that's how no. they've been refueling. The hospital airport's the one everybody has been talking about. But there is another one down like southwest. It, it should show on this map when I pull it back up. Um, when I go to that other one. But before we go there, I want to talk about what's going on because it's absolutely matters before we get into Kiev and okay. what's, what's happening in Kiev. Um, Cherniev, Chernikov. So it's up to the northwest, like pretty much the 1 o'clock position. I'm going to go ahead and mark that sucker on the map. This place has been under attack from Russian tanks for days. Days and days and days has been under attack from Russian tanks. And Russia needs those tanks to come through down into Kiev if they ever plan on taking that city. Right now they've got their paratroopers set up, and I'll zoom in in a second. They have their paratroopers set up just to the east of Kiev right there. That's where that airfield's at that, that they fought for and took, and that's where their paratroopers and a couple Spetsnaz guys are at. They all pushed down through the Chernobyl corridor and got themselves kind of lodged in there. And they're cut off. They are. They tried to land a bunch of uh, paratroopers and stuff yesterday. Two aircraft got shot down over there trying to fly paratroopers in, so there goes a couple hundred Russians. Other than that, they're going to have to push in by land because it looks like they're not getting through the air to get there at this point in time. But those tanks are now rolling through Chernikov, right? So I've seen yeah. videos of those tanks that look like they broke through and they're on their way down. So I don't know if those lines broke or if they went over and around. I would assume, honestly, because they did have big defensive positions as a very obvious route that they would have taken to get down in, into there. But either way, it looks like they broke through and they are now moving south and moving down into Kiev. Yeah, well, the civilians are doing a pretty good job. Of blocking them there, I, th- I think they're putting. I think there's just a bit of more of 
of resistance forces than Russia was actually anticipating. Because I'm actually looking at some Russian T-72 destroyed that were near with the exact place you're talking about. Yep. I, I know that's not coming from civilians, but I, I was I was sitting through here. There's that area, I guess, they're just hitting a lot of resistance they weren't really expecting. Probably on the main MS. I bet you they were expecting to come out of Belarus or whatever that's just north of them. Mm-hmm. Come out of that area. Come down that main, main MSR and take the northern side of Kiev, like we had actually discussed two days ago. Right, and it is not happening. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they're utilizing the weapons that we did give them. The oh, US 100% and the UK are. are utilizing to take out these tanks. Like the images I'm seeing of these tanks, I mean, they're, oh, they're look at this. That is split in half. Right. Part of me, part of me is wondering if they're not getting some. I'm going to opine for a second. Hell Part of yeah. me is wondering if they're not getting some outside help. I'm not going to say anything to to that because I would have. I mean, it's it's almost unreal the way that they've been able to stop. They're just stopping them. There's literally stop. Putin right now is being made a fool. Like the entire world looks at him and they were kind of a little bit scared. But right now the Russian military is being made a fool by Ukrainian forces. And I'm going to tell you right now, they were way outmanned, way outgunned, way outnumbered 100% coming into this thing. And we even, we even laid we out the that numbers. video of the numbers? We laid the numbers out. Well, geez, out, I mean, just on the border alone. And they don't have the room to push these troops in right now. They they literally, like, they could put them out, but they're not going to go anywhere. What about, what, you know how demoralizing this has got to be for the Russian military currently right now? They came into this fight thinking, we're going to come in here, wipe them out in, in a day. Oh, you want to talk about demoralizing for the destroyed. Russian military? Uh Cue the protests that are going on in oh, yeah. Russia right now. That's not a good sign when you people are like, hey, guess what? This is probably not a good idea. There is thousands of people in the streets right now. You know what's crazy? Protesting, and they're arresting them left and right. St. Petersburg, right next to Finland, and all those areas where they just actually threw a threat at Finland literally yesterday, talking about the join NATO. Right. Right. So, yes, Putin, I, I don't know, maybe the guy has cancer, maybe he has a terminal illness that no one even knows about because this, this is like his last stand right here. He's making a fool out of himself. Yes, he could possibly take over this portion of Ukraine, but he just made his military look extremely weak. If I'm going to tell you right now, if, if America fought Ukraine, actually, not Ukraine, Russia in a war, it would not be a war. We, if we had if we put forth our full might, this would not, it, they would not last a second. Have you seen any of the videos of the actual tanks they're using this? like world war ii oh, yeah. type tanks oh, yeah. like they're just dog shit tanks well again when we went over like all their military might and stuff i was like they're gonna put everything that works on the front line which is crazy if this is just the stuff because that works, they have just because they have stuff doesn't mean it's functioning I, I i think people put i think they put a little bit too much stock in the russian military as being the second most powerful or third most powerful on planet earth now it's going to make you rethink china just because you have a million man army means you that nothing it's showing with the, the videos that I'm seeing coming out of Ukraine, the training these men have is absolute garbage. And you got to remember, for the last couple of years, NATO forces have been in Ukraine, and they training, have been training which is true. Ukrainian forces as well. Which, and which they is have even, been getting some advice Think about that as well. We're over there training people. Mm-hmm. Over there doing this training, doing the Lord's work, training these Ukrainians yep. on how to fight. That's not yep. even us fighting. No. Imagine if it was us doing the work that for the Ukrainians. That was us training Ukrainians, getting them up to par, trying to get them to that NATO standard where they need to be. At. They wouldn't even. They wouldn't even be in the country. They would literally mm-hmm. have not even crossed the border if we were there. Like, like, like I'm, like I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh man, the boys back home and you know that are like excited about this thing kicking off. They're like, yeah, let's go keep, kick their teeth in. Russia doesn't want Russia right now. Has got to be rethinking this, especially when. Uh, who was it? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan yep. was one of their 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 closer allies. I guess yep. you would say. They told them no. Kazakhstan said no. We're not going to give you any troops. They asked for additional troops from Kazakhstan to go help them, just like they did with um, Chechens. Chechen, thank you. 
them. Same type of deal. So this time, no go. So everything we're talking about, moving on Kiev. This is Russia's main goal. This is what they want to do. They're moving on Kiev. And President Zelensky is just hanging out there. He actually literally is hanging out in Kiev. He's right literally hanging out in Kiev, running around in body armor and a helmet, telling the Russians to go screw themselves. The U.S. offered to evacuate they President did. Zelensky, <laughs> and he said no. He said no, I'm going to stay here. That's called leadership. Holy shit. Real leadership. What a leader. Yeah, he's not cowering in a quarter of flying in circles above what the a United leader. States. He's literally sitting there. He's like, no, you know what? Give me a what helmet. A leader, Give me some body man. armor. I'm going to sit next to you. That, that's, I'm telling you, when it comes to fighting in wars... Like the mental state of the troops and then people that are around, it's such a big deal. Like the the demoralizing, the the demoralized Russian shoulders current currently right now, shoulders. I said shoulders. Soldiers currently is is got to be putting a, a mental toll on just their units in general. Think about it. They don't even know why they're really even in Ukraine. They, they like there's the amount of, the amount of videos that I've seen of, of Russian shoulders having to talk to Ukrainian civilians, and they they don't really have a response. They're just like standing like they don't have a response as to why they're even mm-hmm. there. Why are they like think about this? There's been over three thousand Russian troops that have been killed, and I do have the numbers for the way. It's less. Oh man, I should have had this pulled up for you guys. Um, the amount of the amount of Ukrainian troops that have actually been killed is not near or even significantly close to the amount of Russian troops that have actually Mm-mm. been killed. Not even close. That's what happens when you assault dug in positions, bro. You get slaughtered, and that's that comes down to moral. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Their hearts aren't in the fight either. That's a huge yeah. part of it. All the subway systems over in Ukraine, by the way, are being used as shelters only right now. Uh, over 100,000 people have arrived in Poland out of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, this thing is saying that 194 Ukrainians have been killed. Is that all it is? 194. That's up for 138 the day before, which I said at the very beginning of this, this video is the fact that that could be because Russia kind of stopped the assault to talk to Zelensky, which then fell through. Well, I mean, to be fair, Putin basically told Zelensky, lay down your arms. Yeah, he did. And Zelensky clearly is not going to do that. No. And, the, and the British the Brit, British intelligence is actually stating that the, the bulk of Russian forces is 18 miles outside of Kiev right now, which I'm going to assume I haven't looked up on a map, yep. but that's probably I'm gonna, near. I'm going to draw that up. The area right we're now. talking about. Yep. I'm about to draw that up. So here's a hospital airport. This is a map of Kiev. For everybody that's watching. So here's your map of Kiev. Right up in the top left corner of this map, all right, off to the northwest. I'm going to mark it off. That's the Hosmail Airport that Russia gained control of, that they, they, they've they been fighting back and forth. And I think we chalked that up in our analysis yesterday that, yeah, Russia probably has control of it. But I don't think they have freedom of movement getting out of there. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to annotate this because it's more than likely what's happening. I think the Ukrainian troops were able to put up a blocking position somewhere in between and to stop those whatever troops they have landed there to stop them from coming in. And a couple of them did, in fact, get into Kiev, but it's not that many. Is that what that's what I've read? It's it's really not that many troops that are in there. So when you look at this map of Kiev, we've got the Oblon district. All right. You see it here. I'm highlighting it in blue all the way around. It's red. That district in itself is where we first got reports of Russian troops being inside the city. And they're not really doing much. From what I've read, there is like some rockets that are coming in. There is some artillery and things like that. But those troops little... that are inside, yeah. It, no, they're not doing shit. They're just, no. Oh, you know what we didn't even bring up? The fact those troops, you know, okay, think they're about this. You know, they're cut off. Yeah, look, I just drew it up. Oh, you, okay. There's the airport. That's where they, that's probably where Ukraine's blocking them off at. And you've got troops that are running around inside here <sighs> that can't really get. Now, 
So saying that there is heavy fighting in this one district down here, kind of like to the east of it, or I'm sorry, to the west of the city center. But again, it's not that much. There's not that many of them. They can't get through. They are trying to take this airport. When you were talking about the uh, the one airport that, the just that they still one. have yeah. to the southwest, the Sikorsky Airport, mm-hmm. right here, I'm highlighting it out. They don't have it. They might be trying to fight for it. They might be landing some helicopters, but all the reporting on it is kind of sporadic. But they still don't have it. And you're talking about a couple little isolated places. In order for them to take that massive city of Kiev, it is a big city. I've walked through there. Like, it's a big city, bro. They need a hell of a lot more than, like, the maybe 100 to 200 troops they maybe have on the ground in there, max. I don't even think they have that many. I think they had a couple platoons break through, and they're just in there wreaking havoc, and they're going to get cut off and killed real quick. Where you're talking about were those, how far away did you say they were? 18 miles. 18 miles. So yeah. that's where I was talking about them them breaking through from the north, or they managed to find a right to skirt it. So those 18 miles he's talking about, I'm going to draw an arrow. It doesn't annotate their movement. I'm just going to show you from the city center where they're at is that way. All right, so those Russian troops are about 18 miles in that direction, and they're closing in. Those troops should have armor with them. That's going to help them out greatly. But you got to remember, dude, like they've been blowing bridges left and right around Kiev to keep them from coming in. So I don't even think they're going to be able to get across, and then they're just going to get hammered. These troops are supposedly running out of fuel. They're running out of food. I saw a video of like they Russian. Are. I saw videos of Russian troops like stealing food from Dude, stores. There's, there's literally a video online that I laughed because I couldn't really understand what they were saying. But the little caption we're talking about, or the caption that popped up, there was Russian troops trying to buy fuel, trying to buy fuel from Ukrainian citizens because they were running out of fuel. Yeah, they don't have the logistics. We in talked place. about the logistic issues they would probably be having, mm-hmm. and what did we talk? I, I I brought up the fact that's probably why they want that port down there, mm-hmm. and they can't get that port. Odessa, Odessa, oh, the port Odessa, down in Odessa. Yeah. But that's why they're trying to push through Kyrgyzstan to get down to Odessa because Odessa would be their port to actually get stuff in and they can bring it right up. That they would need to to take the western half, but yeah. I mean, they can't even take the eastern half where they they've can't. been fighting for years. Which is so crazy to so, think about. You, by the way, this has happened 30, 30 minutes ago. I didn't even know this was going on. Uh, Anthony Blinken, the uh, U.S. government has actually authorized an additional $350 million for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. This package will include further lethal, lethal defensive assistance to help Ukraine address the armored, airborne, and other threats it is now facing. That is a total of, in the past year, we've given them $1 billion. I did not know this as well, but last fall, we authorized an additional $60 million in a military immediate assistance, mm-hmm. which means we also authorized another package worth $200 million. So in the last three-ish months, that's 260 That is $610 million we've given Ukraine in mm-hmm. assistance, which I don't really know. When we're talking about cash, I don't know if they're using that as, like, are they using the value of the items they're given? Yes, they're okay, using so the value that of the items better, given. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. So they're giving them 610, not cash, when a lot of people probably think, oh, they give them 610 to buy stuff. No, we're giving them 610 worth of stuff like, I don't awesome know, say equipment. javelin missiles. Or like, if you guys don't know how these tanks are taken out, if you look at them split in half, it's because of the stuff that we're giving them, the assistance. There's no way that Ukraine has the technology. I'm not going to say they don't have it, but they probably don't have the resources in the, in the funds to buy these. I don't even remember how much a javelin missile cost. But it is astronomical to shoot one of them. Because mm-hmm. these things, they literally they come out of a tube, a big rubber-type tube. Well, it's not rubber, but it's a big... Imagine a big cylinder tube that's got I two... I they're big, not cheap. They're like not cheap. 10, I don't remember. 10, 10 grand, they're super grand. expensive to shoot. 
comes out, literally the thing comes out like this. It falls down for one second, and then the projectile goes and takes off straight to the sky. I was way off. They're super expensive. They're like one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. One hundred seventy grand a piece. I knew the whale of one hundred. So, but it takes out a tank. It takes out a tank. So they're one hundred seventy grand a piece. They literally come out. They go and then they literally like this, and they go and then they take off. They go straight up in the air, and you hit them with a target. Like everybody in the military, that's that's I guess in I guess everybody's probably done it, but. You you can you've used the things you've hit the target they lock onto their target mm-hmm. they go up and then they go they're just guided literally guided shoulder guided missiles they go and then they go and they penetrate right on top and they'll split everything and like you can change them to go like I'm you not going to get super attack, yeah, attack. I'm, I'm, you can do all sorts of you can crazy do all stuff crazy yeah. stuff you can actually turn them into bunker bombs bunker yep. busters you can change delayed. the delayed like they'll literally go through a bunker and then explode at the bottom like you can change a lot of stuff on them they're crazy technology is yep. nuts. But that's the kind of stuff which I feel like I just kind of went on a little bit of a rant there. My you apologies. You did. We could have given them AT4s. Those are only 1500 bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> which they might be getting AT4s. But AT4s not nearly as cool as like, well, I mean, sad. if I was fighting a take, I'd want a javelin. Okay. Well, anyway, you know what I mean. They might have gotten AT4s, which... It's a shoulder-fired rocket. It's, like, it's probably, like our equivalent of an RPG. Or they might have given them a bunch of laws. All right, so there you go. There's you guys, your y'all's quick little update for this Saturday morning on the Ukraine Russia war. I probably didn't need to go into super detail on the javelin there. It was kind of strange, but I hope you guys had a fantastic. Really uh, perked up. I know. <laughs> I was fantastic. I was just I don't know. Fantastic uh, week. I, I'm, I'm going to come at you guys with some more here later on. Hopefully, I mean, I guess that's kind of one, one way to put it. But it, yeah. they should be going after Kiev today and Mariupol. So I guess yeah. stay tuned, and we will be keeping the, the live stream. I will uh, I will be coming back, what, Monday? Monday. He'll be back Monday. I'll be back uh, later on today. Monday so. I'll be back. If you guys want updates from me, I'll be posting on my Instagram. Come check me out. All right. You guys have a fantastic day. I do love you guys. We're out. See you.